0: This is CliffCentral.com. 360Biz on CliffCentral.com.
1: It is indeed 360Biz. My name is Debo Homafori. Welcome to another exciting episode of 360Biz. It's a beautiful weather out there. When is it ever raining, though? You know, it's something that I've been asking myself to say, you know, it has been hot, it has been hot, it doesn't rain. People have been praying for rain.
0: And, and, and it's just hot in Jabulana, Nah, man. Um, the thing is, you've been absent from Joburg. We've been experiencing quite a number really? of rain. I'm telling you, quite a lot of rain. And I have to wash my car every other day. And I'm <laughs> insecure because I feel like the paint is gonna run out. Or run off as they wash it each and every day. And my costs escalate each and every day. But it has been raining. I'm happy to be on the show today. 360 Bears. If you don't know, I've always wanted to say this on here, If you don't know, now I you know. know. <laughs> <Get it. laughs>
1: Yeah, to be here, man. Yes, man. I mean, let me take this opportunity. I mean, to welcome all the listeners. I mean, we appreciate the support that you're giving us week in, week way, a week out. I mean, it's definitely a warm welcome to you. I mean, more than anything. I mean, today I'm very excited to be having this discussion. Um, that we're gonna be having because I know this is a discussion that's very close um to most entrepreneurs out there uh, and most of us that are in business. I know Bulelani. Last time you you were you were on some expansion plan, dude
0: yeah definitely i mean we've been we've been working up for the past and a little in the past, but we've been working up for a decade mm-hmm. started the business um a couple of years ago. Don't wanna reveal my age know what <laughs> they say about men and their age okay They probably don't say anything, but it's okay mm-hmm. now nah, man, and the most important thing was money and funding mhm-. Uh, towards the expansion. I mean, there's quite a few more things. I mean, we started with the first phase, which was more the renovating of the office and expanding the office mm. walls.
1: The, my tender there.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So, I mean, we need more things like equipment. Mm. Um, we need more things like the new stuff that we want to get mm. on. I yeah. mean, obviously a six month plan, mm. salary payment plan towards them and quite a few other things in the growth pipeline.
1: You're making me hot, dude. I don't know whether is it the money you're talking about or is it the expansion, but something, <laughs> so, so, something is, def, is definitely... I don't big.
0: think I should ever make any other guy hot.
1: <laughs> but it's all yeah, right. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, what, what you're saying, Budirani, mean, it's, it, it's so true. I won't comment about the hot uh, aspect of things, but <laughs> I'll comment about the expansion aspect of things because I know as well, as a company, uh, we're also setting up new offices. Um, we as well increasing um, the team. Um, so then, definitely, this year, and I mean, there's a couple of acquisitions that I must say I'm extremely excited um that we want. Um, to be doing this year, so definitely, I mean, money is something that that is standing between us and wealth. You know that.
0: You know, whenever an entrepreneur says this year we're busy with acquisitions, they're not talking about small change or <laughs> buying as as a puzzle shop or so. So you know, when someone talking about acquisitions, they're talking about big stuff. So I'm still kind of average because it's just renovations. <laughs> but I mean, I'm happy to be in studio with the amazing. The beautiful, the I don't know if I can say the word sexy. The strong, the powerful, sexy, (laughs) the strong, the powerful. I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, ladies and gentlemen, funding is a topic indeed uh, that is close uh, to the heart for most business owners in South Africa. And with this series, I mean, we bring you insight not only to the different funding sectors in existence, but we're also going to tell you, I mean, what is the fund that suitable. In which type of sector that you're in, and more than anything, I'm happy that in studio we have one of the funders. Uh, I actually wanted to bring more, but I thought to myself, like, you know, the way this topic is so deep, and uh, let's 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 break down one, yeah, and interrogate, you know, and actually here, yeah, horror, you know what? I mean, success stories, you know, people that they funded, and blah 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 blah, you know. So it's one of the things that I'm actually excited about. Let me take this opportunity to be introducing. Um, the one, the only, uh, the beautiful and sexy, amazing woman uh, that <laughs> <laughs> Bulelani was referring to, not me. Uh, that is Miss Zama Kanyile. Uh, Miss Zama is actually with the um, National Empowerment Fund. Ms. Zama how are you, ma'am?
2: I'm good, thanks.
1: And you, the uh, No, I'm good, thanks. Um, welcome to Cliff Central. and
2: Thank you so much, and good afternoon to the listeners of Cliff, Cliff Central.
1: Oh, okay. Um, do you want us maybe take this opportunity to say hi um, to to the listeners? Tell us what is it that you do, uh, who you are.
2: Um, I am a fund manager at the National Empowerment Fund now, long, fun. Can you hear English?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt and you And I
2: look forward to um, talking more about uh, how people can access uh, funding Being that that's my background So I'm hoping for a lot of interaction with the listeners of um, Cliff Central
1: mm. And Budlena, you know, come to think of it I know I Zama a couple of years now eh? And Thank she's you. always she's always been into funding She's always been into money um, not only that she's an accountant. Um but I mean Zama, maybe before we, we, we actually get what, what is it about money that that keeps you so locked up <laughs> in, in the financial sector? I hope it's us entrepreneurs that that, that are keeping you locked up.
2: Well, they say money makes uh, the world go round, but certainly there's a lot of reward in the work that I do. I get to interact with a lot of entrepreneurs and you get to see uh, businesses being uh, transformed from, you know, words on a piece of paper mm-hmm. to buildings to manufacturing concerns or service providing companies. So it's quite fulfilling from that perspective. And as you know, uh, we need more entrepreneurs in our country uh, for job creation. Mm.
1: Okay. Then from the you said you are a fund manager. But let's you know what a fund manager does.
0: I'm not sure what a fund manager does, but I'd ignorantly assume that you walk around with stacks of money in your duffel bag <laughs> and issue them out to every needy entrepreneur. Yes, no.
2: <laughs> Something along those lines. Um so um typically fund managers would have to first raise uh, the funds um uh, that they would um then invest in different uh, um entities. But in this regard being uh, an arm of government through the DTI, mm-hmm. we get an uh, uh, we were capitalized at inception. So our, that's where the monies came from. So now the job is to invest that money you know as wildly as possible uh, across a number of sectors making sure that you touch uh both uh, female and male entrepreneurs from the various provinces of this country.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah, no, we, we both said hmm cuz you, <laughs> you you just, you just spoke a lot of English like right that. So then from the then tell me um in terms of now um you've ident- we've established um who you are where you're from and what actually, um, is it that, 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 that you do as a fund manager? But now, I mean, um, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, like me and Bulelani, obviously, that are listening to the show. And, um, Bulelani wants expansion. Uh, I want an acquisition. And, and maybe before we actually get to the crux of this, um, discussion today to say, um, what type of funders do we have, though, out there in the market?
2: Well, you've got a number of funders. You can either go to a commercial bank or you can go to one of the DFIs being the Development Funding Institutions and okay. that's where the um NEF uh, uh, falls into. So The, the Development NEF Funding Institute. Okay. So the, the, the NEF's single task is to fund um black entrepreneurs. So mm-hmm. if you're a black entrepreneur looking for funding, the NEF is uh, the place to go. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Hmm. So now, Bulenani, uh,
0: have you thought of going to look for funding? Um, I've been. I think, I mean, it was three years ago. I mm-hmm. was discouraged. Maybe I didn't meet the requirements then. But I mean, all that I'm doing now is purely for my funds. Mm. And I've ne- I haven't i have thought yet, as yet, to go. I mean, I've tried other institutions that I will not name. Yeah. But uh, it didn't really go so well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the F has in store for us. But I think it'd be cool to engage you guys. In terms of, because I mean, there's another platform that we run in the townships where we gather entrepreneurs and we develop them once a month for them to also know mm. about the different funding opportunities that you guys have and whatever programs you guys have. I don't know, you know, as the, as the show rolls out, mm. whatever you, programs you guys have going on for SMMEs mm. in terms of development and. Uh, whether it not, whether sometimes it's not really funding, but I mean, some, some form of training and mm-hmm. ignition in terms of different programs that you guys run yeah. would be awesome so that, you know, guys walk away with that great understanding. But nah, man, I've never gone out to the NEF for anything. So are you already sending an invite, my brother?
1: Because that sounds nah, like definitely. an invite. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm
2: throwing an invite to Zama. <laughs> I'm, I'm and gladly and, accepting <laughs> the invites. And you must uh, come with
0: mm. must Um,
2: No, no. Um, the money can come later. But the, as the NEF, uh, we've, we, we provide like financial support in the form of mm-hmm. money yeah. in your bank accounts, but also non-financial support. So we run entrepreneurship training um, programs. And to date, I mean, NEF has touched uh, more than 2,500 entrepreneurs so what you're talking about mm-hmm. falls squarely uh, within um, the work um, that we do. So we'd be happy to participate in, in, in those initiatives. And, I mean, kudos to you for already starting the business and um, showing commitment because that's, uh, you know, going to go a long way should you come to the NEF or any other funder that you have started and proven that there is a need for the work that you do.
1: Oh. Okay, fantastic. So now tell me, I mean let's 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 start from the beginning. Um what is NEF?
2: NEF is the National Empowerment Fund mm-hmm. uh, It came into being after the B Act was formulated Then there was a separate act in 1998 um, That gave uh, birth to the NEF It's been in operational since 2005 mm-hmm. um, So we've got a uh, strong 11 uh, year uh, history The NEF is uh, a funder to black entrepreneurs Or black owned businesses looking to start up businesses To expand businesses or to buy into white owned businesses yeah. so that's um, basically what we do through a number of, of products um, so we will fund from 250,000 up until 5 million rand but if your project requires more than that we're happy to co-fund with um, um, other financiers um, into that project
1: mm. so now I understand what, um, there's different types of funders out
2: there
1: mm. um, I mean do you want to update us on some of the funds that, that um, are out there
2: Okay I can like
1: it generic before we get we get to the funding mm. that that uh, NEF is
2: well there's different there might be angel investors they may you know uh who who may um give you equity against whatever expected return mm-hmm. uh, there could be um you know private equity s- space uh, where you've got the private equity firms that um um you know uh fund businesses and um take a stake in that business as well and expect a return as a normal um um shareholder would uh, you can go if you're big enough you can get listed and raise funds from the open market mm-hmm. uh, uh, through your initial um uh, um um share offer, or um, subsequently if you've got rights issues to your existing shareholders, but uh, yeah, that's on a grand scale. But if you take it on a micro level, there are a number of um entities. Are you that listening? Are you see, there's
1: micro level, there's grand scale. So we're on micro level. There
2: number, yeah, there are a number of um 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 enterprises are within um that scale. um NEF being one of them. Um, CIFA being one of them, focusing um, solely on small enterprise finance. Mm -hmm. Um, You you know, a sister company, the Industrial Development, focused on industrial capacity development. Um, The PIC as well, um, through um, their uh, 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 um, fund division, I think it's called Isibaya, I stand to be corrected. Mm -hmm. So there's a number of places that Mm -hmm. one can go to, depending on the type of funding and the amount of funding that you're looking for.
1: Hmm. so there's your n y d a as well they're offering grants I yes. heard.
0: yeah i was i was I was declined for that grant <laughs> <laughs> why how I was, oh, I was oh, a how was it how much did you want I mean that hundred thousand, and they told me that um over the threshold so which which is you said you're, was,
1: you're you're working in a lot of money
0: nah no, nah, no, nah, I mean it was like seven hundred or five hundred thousand <laughs> It's not much and they told me that I couldn't get f- that grant because of that, and I could go to. C, yes, uh, and CIFAR didn't help no, at, okay. at all. So, I was just going
2: to mention that those three entities do have uh, an yeah. arrangement where, depending on where you are, if you still need kind of business plan development, the NYDA is there up to that 100,000 um, mm. uh, RAND, and then above that, they just take you to CIFAR. You know, you know, my
0: thing is, is this. Mm. I mean, um, had I ran my business according to the business plan, It was never, ever going to run or even start. Mm. And to a certain notion, Mm. to a certain degree, Mm. when you go there and you ask for funding, they want this trump load of documentation and paperwork, which to a certain degree, I feel like, but this thing is irrelevant. Okay, well, we've been running for nine, ten years. I've got the track record. I've got the management accounts. I've got the financials. I've got the brochures. I've got the catalog. I've got... The management, whatever things that they need, and then they ask you for things like business plans. Then they ask you for things like feasibility. I feel like sometimes some of these things to emerging entrepreneurs become a stumbling block. Because Mm -hmm. had I gone through a feasibility study nine years ago, I don't even think they would have approved me. Because I started from my mom's garage, not even on the main road. It took about five years for the business to actually kickstart and actually make any sense so in the five years I wasn't even making any cash and I mean what I'd like to know as an entrepreneur as mm. well I mean how stringent or how complex or what are the requirements I mean are there or not necessarily what are the requirements because you guys got different funding programs but mm. are the requirements with you guys as tough as it is for me would it become easier for Daw- a case I want Daw- to get funding from you guys than me? Because I mean, he might have an army of financial guys and management guys, but I'm just one guy who just wants a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand to just build systems or products into the growth of my company.
2: Mm. I think um when you approach um any finance, yeah, the the standard request would be the business plan but obviously it's easier if a business has been in operation you've got the history and the performance um the to history. date um to, <laughs> to 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 rely on as a base uh, and obviously that's a bit different from where you've got a new venture where everything is based on assumptions at that point in time and, and there's no uh proven track record and then the you know then the onus is there on the entrepreneur and the uh, and 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 the investment associated, whatever bank or institution, to work together with that uh, entrepreneur to try and get as much information and clarity on the project as possible. Um, but uh, you know, would someone with a, a a bigger team behind them receive preferential treatment? No, not necessarily. Um, so how, maybe how the NEF is different I need to highlight is we've got a business plan tool on our website because okay. we understand that not. All of our applicants would um, know how to put together a business plan or a financial model, um, um, for that matter. So, if one goes to the NEF websites and navigates, you can find um, those tools are available there, and they've been translated into a number of, our, of our, our languages, such that if English is not your primary primary language, you 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 can you know interact and understand what is um, required of you. Um, all of this because we understand the business plan is the starting point. It's you know the why of your business um, uh, and we understand not everyone really has the capacity or can pay a consultant or has a team behind them. However, we've made tools available uh, uh, um, to our entrepreneurs understanding that they're all at um, different um, levels.
1: I mean, sp- speaking of, of, of what you said, um, I mean, Zama, let's, let's, let's break it down. What goes into a business plan? Because I think I've realized that a lot of people, we come up with all these business plans. Um, I mean, dude, we come up with eight pages. Yeah. Uh, you come up with 20. I mean, she comes up with 80. So are you guys funding according to the number of pages? What goes into a business plan?
2: So yeah, there's no prescribed uh, length For a business plan I think it needs to highlight the why What problem are you trying to solve And how do you plan to do that So um, typically we want to understand um, The why would inform the product Or service that you're offering You'd have to go into detail um, With regards to that You'd have to explain to us What your expertise in that level Or what your partnerships are With people who've got the requisite um, squil- uh, Skills and experience um, mm-hmm. To help you execute And then you have to talk to who your market is So who's going to Buy your products or or, or or need your services uh, What is it going to cost To deliver those uh, Goods or services And uh, what are the Other running costs So I'm talking to Now the financial aspects But um, if I were to break it down to uh, Four subheadings I would say One has to look at The market okay. um, You have to look at The technical Or operations side Of the business mm-hmm. You have to uh, Tell us who management is And why management Is um, best placed To execute this business plan And then what is the financial need And and how will it be paid back If it's um, being sorted in the form of a loan
0: Hmm. Wow Okay, you've just said quite a bit. Actually. Oh. You, know, in fact, yeah. you just spoke a lot of English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe, maybe. I mean, um, you, you, you spoke of the subheads. Mm. Um, can you maybe perhaps um, break it down? Also, obviously, the purpose of this, mm. I want somebody that is listening mm. to be able to get it right. Mm. I want somebody that is listening to be able to say, you know what, because of that show, mm. I managed to get funding mm. and this and this. Mm. To say now, according to the subheadings, you know sometimes when you go tender or when you go bid, they give you to say maybe 20% it's on BE, mm. you know, um 30% it's on functionality, 20% mm. on price. Then mm. you guys, I mean, you've broken down the subheads. Mm. But now how do you break down the percentage mm. on those subheads so that at least we know as to which one to mainly focus on?
2: Mm. So the, the starting point is who are you selling to? Who wants your product? Hmm.
1: um
2: that can be explained in a number of 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 of, of scenarios. Um if you are already in a ad- advanced discussions with whomever your clients are okay. they could be happy to enter into an off-tech agreement mm-hmm. with you or they could uh, give you a letter of intent um, telling you that I'm willing to 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 um, buy or consume your product and this is the price that would be acceptable to me mm-hmm. um, or you can have orders um, uh, for your product uh, or you can have a market study um, that says this is the market this is my primary target market Uh, They can afford to pay this product because uh, these are the competitors in that space and this is why my product or service is superior to what's already in the market and Mm -hmm. that's basically attending to um, the marketing aspect. Mm. So
1: mm-hmm. then now in terms of, um, I mean you spoke of visibility study mm-hmm. and and sometimes, I mean things like business plan mm-hmm. Then do you guys have um, a non-financial support offering where you assess businesses, put together those business plans mm-hmm. Or you guys just having um, a template on the website is enough?
2: No, no, uh, we've got um, through our pre-investment departments, we do incubate um,
1: Pre-investment?
2: So pre-investment, before we've invested in the business, so oh, okay. before... Um Basically applications that come in so Through the door I, and we don't mean, have a relationship It means yet. I
1: need to have applied first Yes, it okay.
2: could either be an inquiry Or a fully fledged application Or it could be through a walk-in Or a telephone call or an email That you've sent to anyone that works at the NEF mm-hmm. um, If um, your idea is um, Innovative, strategic uh, and, and ticks the boxes from a commercial uh, A mining point of view And also a development uh, Impact point mm-hmm. of view Then then we do incubate and help you in that uh, uh, process to uh, help you refine your business plan uh, such that it can be ready um, to be funded at a later stage.
1: Hmm. No, it's actually interesting. So now tell us about the the different kinds of funds that you guys have as any of.
2: Mm. So we've got, um, four different funds at the moment. Okay. And then there's a fifth one that kind of cuts across the existing four. Um, the four funds at the NEF is Imbeu Fund, which is an SME fund. Uh, they look at transactions up to 10 million rand. Okay. Uh, you've got, uh, the rural and community development fund That looks at transactions Where we support communities Either in townships or rural areas To mm-hmm. participate in deals that are Happening in the space that they 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 live in So they are a stakeholder to that transaction mm-hmm. We then fund uh, for them to be Included as part of the shareholders Through okay. rural and community development mm-hmm. Then you have the Umnoto fund which is the fund that I look after That does expansions New ventures and Um um, mm-hmm. Our, we, already, we
1: already have funding Up to
2: 75 million Rand mm-hmm. and then we've got Our strategic projects fund So our strategic projects fund is where we house Our big projects that Are um, developmental And also looking at um, New industries and um, Helping our entrepreneurs To develop business plan right from um, The concept up to You know a fully functioning um, Factory that uh, manufactures is a product mm-hmm. and employs um, lots and lots of people. And then our fifth fund that cuts across is our Women Empowerment Fund that looks at businesses that are more than 51% owned and are managed by women.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, that is the voice of Zama Kanye. I mean, she's the fund manager for NEF. I mean, responsible for Umnoto fund. You can join in on the discussion. The studio number is zero eight six one triple five one eight nine. Zero eight six one triple five one eight nine. We're on Twitter as well. Our Twitter handle is at cliffcentral.com. We're on Facebook as well. Our Facebook page is Cliff Central. We're on WeChat as well. Our WeChat ID is Cliff Central. Uh, my Twitter handle as well is at double Homer forty. And I'm Tabohoma40 on Facebook. Bulelani, what's your Twitter handle?
0: Um, it's Bulelani. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, it's Bulelani Bala. Bulelani
1: Bala. Bulelani Bala. Um, Zama, do you have any following handles?
2: <laughs> On um, Twitter, it's Zama Kanyele. Okay. Yeah, at Zama Kanyele, one word, no
1: underscore. No, at Zama Kanyele. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Uh, when we come back, we're going to actually break it down. Zama is going to tell us to say, I mean, he's told us about the different types of five funding, offering, that to that to the offering. So, but now we need to break down, to break them down, to say, what is UMNO doing and what is are they looking for? And as well, I mean, as to some of the success stories, because we don't want to just hear about money and what they do. We want to hear who have they given the money to and is it working for them. We'll be back right after
0: this. This is com. 360biz on cliffcentral.com.
1: Yes, you are still tuned in to 360biz. Uh, my name is Debo Homer If ever you've just joined in, you've missed out on an exciting discussion that we're having in studio with the fund manager for NEF. and uh, She's responsible for UMNOTO. Because, you know, as entrepreneurs, we're always struggling with this finance. We said, you know what, let's bring them in and break it down. To say what is it that they're actually looking for, and what is it that they're doing for entrepreneurs and obviously um Zama has been the person that has been responsible in actually telling us their service offering and to say what is it that they're doing for entrepreneurs. I know the second part of the show I definitely want to hear of success stories and some of the amazing things that um they've been doing we've just been reading and hearing there's others there's luminance here, uh, yeah. you know there's power there's you know there's a lot of them, my brother. You know, so we're definitely going to be hearing uh, about all of that um, from Ozama from Kanyere. And I'm still sitting with my boy, Bulelani, um, that I'm going to be living, uh, running the show with a beautiful lady, of course. Uh, my <laughs> brother, you, you, you're you, the luckiest man alive today. I don't do
0: even you. know what I'm going to say. I'm going to choke. <laughs> 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 no, but
1: but I'm sure as, as Zama will be more than happy uh, to definitely research and Zama. Oh know, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. So then, um, Zama um, or maybe let me hand over to you to to actually um, hit on with Uzama as to some of
0: the I like the part where he says to hit on
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> So let me start hitting So Zama, I mean, tell us, I don't know uh, Let's start with the success stories I think we'll go back and then start talking about Breaking down, I mean, the umnato, uh, mm. But more, more importantly, the SMMEs, mm. um funding In terms of how it would work for them And mm. repayment plans, interest rate, that kind of stuff okay. But I mean, what are some of the success stories that you guys have?
2: There's actually a lot, (laughs) so I will just speak to the ones that come uh, come up first to mind, Uh, and one being Motero Construction Group, where we supported a black um, woman-owned and black woman-managed. Yes, the big construction company. We've been walking the road with them for a number of years. Uh, when we started dealing with them, I, they were at about a CIDB level of 6 and have uh, subsequently increased to 9. Which what was did you do for them? Uh, we've availed uh, funding We had a good track record uh, There was an opportunity to finance them For further growth uh, We took up that opportunity And they're one of the clients That we're quite proud of Especially that it's black women owned In the construction space You know, I'm um, taking on Let
1: me leave, I'm going to have a headache But I think more than anything Let's have a challenge <laughs> Let's go and apply, me and you You know And, and so, so that we come and tell people To say you know what? We got funding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure they probably think it was nepotism or yeah, favoritism yeah. at this rate. Yeah. Just a good deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: So that's that's one of them. Um, another uh, transaction that we've um, funded through our spi- um, our um, strategic projects fund is uh, Busamed Okay. Um, late last year, they opened up um, their first hospital in the Western Cape. Um, the first of three. I mean, if you know of the healthcare space, you know it's dominated by the big three, which are listed, and white-owned. So, um, any of us are particularly proud to stand uh, behind a group of uh, black doctors to really um, take them on in terms of, um, you know, owning a bit of that market share in that space. So, you know, we're into healthcare, and for your shopping needs, there's um, a year Two Mall, which was launched in Orange Farm okay. also last year. Um, uh, project we're proud of because we supported the local community to participate in that transaction through our rural and community development fund. Um, through our BA uh, fund that does franchising i mean we 've done a lot of um, service stations and uh, food retail um, outlets um, scattered all over um, um, south africa but um, yeah, those are just some of the transactions that uh, we 're excited about, and one that 's about to be completed and um, launched to the public is our parking hotel in Bulukwane, uh, supported uh, black entrepreneurs to build you know um, a, a three-star hotel that has a four-star offering in, mm. in Limpopo, as you'd know, there's a lot of um, economic activity in Limpopo. Things are picking up That's and uh, people need to be accommodated in uh, accommodation that is, you know, um, um, what do you call it, that matches the level or, 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 or that they expect. So we are proud to support those um, entrepreneurs behind our parking um, hotel in Polokwane.
0: No, quite interesting. And then just tell me, oftentimes, oftentimes you go to different places and you ask for funding and they tell you that, you know, there's certain restrictions with regards to certain funding. Are there any restrictions, especially with the fund that is aimed at SMMEs?
2: No restrictions except that what we've agreed uh, that the funding will be applied to, uh, the funding is applied to that and not uh, big cars that were never on the business plan or trips overseas and things of that sort. Um, So generally we will give um, funding for companies to buy equipment. Um, to buy land and building if necessary, and we also give them working capital to keep them going to start the business off and also obviously expansion um, funding.
0: And then now tell me, how flexible are the the repayments? Is there a certain Mm. way of a cooling period Mm. or a breathing period Mm. for one to implement the development or the purchasement of Mm. the new equipment and have them running maybe six months, a year, or Mm -hmm. is it immediately after you get the funding you have to start repaying?
2: The funding that we give you, the repayment period will have to match what the cash flows of the business are showing us, uh, the business can afford to repay. So typically, if you look within to Fund, that's a five to seven year, um, timeline that, uh, we can give to our clients, um, on property transactions. Obviously, it lasts a bit, um, it's a bit longer. However, the thing to take into consideration is that, uh, being in the deal making space, uh, we've written transactions and then seen them, um, actually being implemented so we know that there are uh, often teething problems and that there may be variations from what we originally encountered or, uh, or expected from the transaction and so we've got Payment holidays in the form of a moratorium, so depending on what the business need is, we may give a, a moratorium on either the interest payments, the capital payments, or even both. If, uh, say, maybe there's a construction period of um, six months, there's no way we can expect repayment from day one, yeah. therefore yeah. we structure in those moratoriums.
0: Okay, interesting. Yeah. Now tell me something, your interest rate, is it mm. fixed or is it based on the company or rather the funding mm. amount that at that particular moment which would make it relative?
2: Mm. So for our senior loan and by senior I mean secured debts that would rank first um, in terms of how you repay your your, 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 your long-term liabilities. That is uh, linked to the prevailing prime rate, so it would move as uh, prime rate uh, moves, but uh, the pricing is determined via our pricing model, which takes into account the risks pertinent to the project and also then gives a discount for the development impact of the business, so that will take into account the level of black ownership and black management, women involvement, mm-hmm. if it 's a youth owned business, um, if it 's creating a lot of jobs in an area that that, uh, you know, is in the outlying areas and lesser developed All of those um, um, aspects get um, taken into account in determining the pricing that we would um, offer at the end of the day
0: Nice, and then, I mean, you spoke a little bit about You guys don't just really focus on funding But there are other things, there are other um,
2: Yeah, non-financial support Non-financial support yes. that you
0: guys offer What What's some of that non-financial support?
2: So I touched on non-financial support as it relates to pre-investment, so before NEF has invested, you know, loans or equity in a a transaction but once you are a client of the NEF and we are, through our monitoring um, process we realize, or even at um, due diligence stage, uh, you've come to us with the fantastic idea, Uh, you've got the technical skills to execute and you've got the team however we find that you lack maybe in bookkeeping. The NEF as part of the recommendation uh, from their findings from the due diligence would then recommend to a committee that we appoint a financial mentor to to, to help you out for, say, three to six months or however long is necessary for you to Mm. get into the habit of um, bookkeeping because not only is it useful for the NEF, but for the business to be, you know, standalone and be able to be taken seriously by funders beyond um, the NEF because we want to see people... Kind of graduating mm, from mm, our funding mm, and mm. then being um um being um in line to to apply to the um commercial banks as well.
0: And then I just want to take it a bit back. Earlier on, you spoke about how when you guys give funding out, you're obviously not expecting the guys to be purchasing big cars and whatever. Mm. At this particular point, how do you guys keep track of that? Do you buyers, do you guys um, take equity in the business? Mm. Or, I mean, do you have some form some of reporting, financial reporting mm. system that reports back to you in terms of whatever purchases? How does it work?
2: it depends how the transaction is um, is structured typically NEF will not take equity in a, in a, in a transaction we uh most of our transactions we either offering you know um senior debt uh which i said is um secured debt or softer uh, loans and then uh, in some instances equity um we may warehouse and say uh, bululani we like your uh, transaction however uh you know we would like to see a broad based grouping, and therefore, we will warehouse for that grouping, and together we can identify who that group is that would add value um, 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 to your business. So uh in terms of making sure that clients do not uh, stray from the path that was agreed on, uh, there's no fail-proof uh, measure, but one of the methods we can use, if you are needing money to buy equipment, you know, the NEF then disperses directly to that supplier and not necessarily through the business, And obviously we hold our entrepreneurs accountable, so they need to give us management accounts on a monthly or quarterly basis, and especially After we've um, given the money They need to show us how the money was applied So that we can check if it was applied The way that it was agreed to
0: Have you guys ever been caught in a situation Where someone came, they pitched They went for due diligence And whatever the case was And you guys just refused the funding But you saw them a couple of months, a year later All over the media As this company that has just expanded and grown And you pinched yourself
2: I can't recall any of those in, in, in my personal experience to be honest. For the time that I've been at the NEF and for the time that I was at another DFI, I, I, I can't say that I've experienced or, or, or been, you know, seen that type of situation panning out. Not to say that it doesn't, but I don't have first hand experience of that.
0: Now tell me, what is the head rate for applicants? I mean, is it one in every thirty applicants that get their funding or one in every five? How does it work?
2: I think um obviously t- applications differ in terms of how mature they are when we when we get them, so we need to take into account that. Sometimes we get an email, and that 's how people tell us of what they 're trying to do at that point in time, the transaction may not be ready to be progressed, but we 're in a position to give meaningful feedback to say this is what will make it work so that 's not to say that they failed it 's just that you know there was a two paragraph description yeah. of what yeah. they want to do or it was a walk in and so forth. But um, when we go and do diligence, uh, we would have collected most of the information that we require as part of our requirements, and um, there 's a high success. Rate for the transactions that we do go on due diligence for. I mean, if I were to estimate it, I would put it at about 90%.
0: Oh, wow, that's mm. very high. Eh? I think the other day I had an entrepreneur um, sorry, a conversation with one of my friends who's an entrepreneur. Mm. He's in the construction field but he's mm. moving on to different things. And one of the concerns that he raised about funding houses is that sometimes you go to funding houses. You come up with these, you know, large pictures, these large uh, thingy presentation packs inside there. You've got feasibility studies, property, who owns that land, and all that stuff. And you find that often cases they decline you. But six, seven months later, you find that the same funding house is funding someone else in the same um, thing with the same business concept as yours. And some of the questions that have arise. but I pitched it to them and then now someone else is getting funding. Initially, the conversation was, this is such a brilliant idea. We've never seen this before. I mean, how do you guys protect some of the pitches and some of the proposals that these guys come up come come to you guys with? Is there a non disclosure that they sign or how I mean how what what gives me surety that when I come to you guys with this awesome concept, you guys are gonna take it and shelf it if you really don't like it or take it and pull it out the shelf and fund me?
2: So, um, at initial discussions, we do sign, um, NDAs, but I just have to highlight as an investment professional, you know, it is expected of you that you're a professional, you're ethical, you, you keep, um, you know, um, to the requirements of confidentiality and, and so forth. Um, so any ex- professional really is expected to uphold those, those, those values. But let me give you a recent example. Um, there's new technology that uh, Is being introduced in South Africa Now you may come to me and think You're the only person uh, 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 Presenting that pitch And maybe your technology Is, I don't know, call it From the Euro region And someone else's is, is from uh, America um, Really Are there any, if we consider Transactions across the board um, fa- uh, Fairly and um, The instance that I'm referring to is we had, um, two business people with um, similar business ideas, same technology, different um, regions that it originates from that they want to bring to South Africa and we've recently funded one of them. So it does happen that, but what I'm trying to highlight is there's no malice behind it. It's, it's a matter of who came and was ready with the information um, that was required because the one meeting, it was just uh, you know a meeting across the desk. This is what we're thinking of doing. The other meeting uh, it was, this is what we want to do and here's our business plan and these are the people we've approached in this respect and these are the people that are willing to give us business uh, based on the concepts and this is the money that we're willing to put forward and to show our commitment and so forth so other people were just more ready uh, uh, to proceed that with that transaction so I just wanted to highlight that it does happen that I mean I've thought of many ideas where then I see that um, someone else is, is doing it does that mean they stole it no it just means they were first to act and they Got first mover advantage in that respect Mm. So I always say ideas are free Really it's about implementing Because you can daydream all kinds of good ideas all day But um, really it's about Actioning those and and, and making Sure that um, it becomes a reality
0: Now definitely for someone Um, out there Who's like myself an mm -hmm. entrepreneur Who likes getting free money do you guys offer grants
2: We do not Offer grants However, our shareholder The DTI does have A number of grants through a number of Schemes, so one would have To uh, familiarize themselves with, with with those incentives That are available. What we Do offer is that we work Hand in, in, in hand with the DTI Or any other grant funding body And um, usually grants Even though you may have approval There's sometimes a time lag and performance um, um, Conditions for The money to be paid out, so you need someone to kind of give you the money on day one and then when the grant comes in, you use that grant money to repay them and, and so forth so that you're in a neutral position. So we do partner up with the DTI, but the NEF on its own standalone, we do not offer grants. However, we do offer concession, uh, concessional, um, pricing, taking into account the development, um, impact of the transaction where you could get a prime less, um, interest rates okay. if really you're creating a lot of jobs, um, you know, designated groups, youth, and disabled people. Some in a rural area with uh, women uh, involved and black management uh, running that project.
0: Okay, mm. now tell me a little bit, Zama, about uh, franchising. Mm. I mean, if I now want to purchase a sassol or mm. a chicken licken or happy whatever to, franchise, so
2: happy to look um,
0: at it. I mean, how detailed is that process?
2: Uh, We've got a franchise finance checklist um, to just simplify that um, process. So um, should you say, Zama, I'm interested in opening up a franchise? We'll just discuss those things because... You know, uh, you would have to be pre-approved, obviously, by the franchisor. Uh, the NEF would uh, have to have faith in that franchisor and that they can offer the support and 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 you know you know that uh, back uh, office structure uh, to 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 ensure that you do thrive in your franchise. But we funded across a number of fran- uh, franchise. Um, models um, you've mentioned petrol stations we do across all the major um, fuel companies uh, we do food retail we you know your dent doctors your uh you know your beauty parlors as well that are have franchise models as well we do fund in that space
0: oh interesting mm. and then just tell me something just a little bit about the franchising um when you get this no, the, sorry when you get different people applying for different franchises are there franchises that you guys are blacklisted to then say that nope not that one
2: no, not blacklisted. Uh, we've got good relationships, uh, especially if you look at uh, the oil majors. Um, we may have some lessons learned uh, okay. with uh, some um, franchises, and I think the proof is sometimes also in the pudding in that um, you'll see the track record will, uh, tends to talk to itself in the market, but generally you've got good relationships with the uh, franchisors.
0: And when I come in to apply for this franchise or to propose to you guys mm. my desire in that franchise, would you guys then offer me suggestions to then say maybe not that one, but we've got a better relationship here or do you think that would cause problems?
2: Uh, it would depend if you're open to that discussion, but obviously, remember with any franchise, franchise agreement, they have to pre-approve you, yeah. um, um, first. So you would have to go through their process and their training and, 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 whatever kind of, um, pre-prep you need, um, to go through for them to sign you off and say, yes, we can allocate a site to you. Uh, we're not prescriptive in terms of who you should go for. Uh, as I've said, we've got good relationships and some lessons learned. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, five minutes to the clock we were brought to shut down, and we ordinarily shut down in style. Um, insp- I mean, um, this particular point in the segment, I'd like you to inspire or share words of inspiration to the guys out there. Um, yeah, anything, just to inspire them, guys that are looking for funding.
2: <laughs> I think believe in yourself. Um, not everyone can be an entrepreneur, so if you've chosen that route, just know that there's something special or different about you in that you've had the guts to, to take that first step and um, it's not an easy road to travel but if you're committed to what it is you want to achieve don't lose hope don't give up um, keep on climbing over the walls and fences and whatever obstacles you may come across that'll be worth it in the end.
0: Yeah, no, Thanks for that um, I think shutting it down I'd like to then say to you guys Go out there Like she said actually earlier You talk about some of the things I always talk about But it's not about thinking about it But it's about going out there And getting things done If you've got a brilliant idea You think it's worthy Move on it before someone else takes it mm-hmm. So we are 360 Biz Thank you for listening Download the app Tell others about it We are in studio next week again From 3 to 4 With your boy Bulalani And Tebuho Makwodi Thank you <laughs> 360 Biz on CliffCentral.com. This is CliffCentral.com.